Hey there. Thank you so much for listening to our Big Time Talker podcast. I'm Burke Allen, live in our studios in Washington, D.C., and the podcast is brought to you by our friends at SpeakerMatch.com, the world's largest online virtual speakers bureau. It's a new year, and in-person meetings are happening more and more. If you're a meeting planner or maybe you're a platform speaker, check out SpeakerMatch.com, the Big Time Talker podcast at all your favorite download outlets. Subscribe today at Spotify, iHeartRadio, Blog Talk Radio, Apple iTunes Podcast, and more. Today, we're talking music and the music business, specifically the country music business, and how tough it is to make a go of it with our guest, emerging artist Haley Newman. Now, lots of people say they want to make it big in the music industry, but it takes a whole lot of effort to put towards that. And Haley Newman is doing just that. She has a single out now that uh, is great called Worth Fighting For. We'll play that for you later. She's appeared on some of the biggest independent country music Spotify playlists in the country, has won some big time awards and more. And she's done it from the cradle of country music, country music highway in Eastern Kentucky. Haley Newman, thanks for being here. Well, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here today. today. So you you started singing when you were just a kid in, in elementary school, right? Yeah, uh, I started at my eighth grade uh, talent show with a few of my friends. And and for folks who are listening, who may not be familiar with, with your neck of the woods, tell us about your hometown. It's really small in eastern Kentucky, right? Yeah, we're just like one big community. You know, we do everything together, you know, the holidays and stuff like that. I spend with like big groups of family. And uh, honestly, it's just. I personally love where I live. I love the mountains. I love the forest, the trees. Um, it's so awesome to just go out and, you know, hike. It's awesome. Just an awesome place to live. You're, um, you're growing up a stone's throw from the queen of country music's birthplace. You, you're what, 15, 20 minutes away from where Loretta Lynn grew up. Yeah, honestly, it's kind of crazy. Um, I've actually visited there a couple of times and it's, honestly so crazy to even live that close to such a huge idol of mine you know and there's a ton of those artists i guess from from that part of eastern kentucky that have done great chris stapleton is from there tyler childers Mm -hmm. uh, dwight yoakam keith whitley the late keith whitley what is it about that area that you think has led to so much music honestly i think it's just where we're all so close-knit and you know that closeness when you perform in front of them, it's like you're performing in front of just someone that, you know, your family, you know? And uh, I feel like people can really take from their experiences, especially in these small towns, you know, because you're just around just a big group of family all the time and they're supporting you and just locking all your stuff and sharing it. And it just feels so good to be able people to cheer for you. Right. You're in a small yeah. town like that. They really get behind you and they want you. Yeah. Success. It's honestly just so amazing to even have people like that in my life. It's awesome. We're talking with emerging artist Haley Newman. She has an artist development deal in Nashville. She's doing great. You can find out more about Haley online at HaleyNewman.net. Of course, she's all over social media as well. The new single is called Worth Fighting For, and it's available now at all the digital outlets. All right, so let's rewind back to that eighth grade talent show. Before that, did you have any idea that that you could sing or, or maybe sing better than 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 other kids around you? 
if I did know it, I was terrified of showing it. Um, <laughs> I, I had a, like immense stage fright when I was younger. Um, I used to sing in the car like all the time and my family was always like, you're good, you're good, you, you need to do it because, uh, you know, people need to hear your voice and stuff. And I was always like, ah, no, no. <laughs> I was always so nervous when it when the thought of it came. But where my friends at the time was like, you know what, let's just do it as a group. Something was really comforting about that for me personally. And when we just got up there, I was like, you know what, I can do this. I could do this on my own. I was like, this was awesome to have like these people that I've, you know, grown up with because it was from my school, you know, uh, cheering me on and just having a great time. And something about that really changed my look on that kind of stuff. You know, they say that the thing that is scariest to most people uh, is public speaking and singing <laughs> is like that takes it to a whole nother level because you got to talk uh, in tune. And so I can't even imagine being in middle school and and going out in front of all of those people. Do you remember uh, how that, that nervousness and fear manifested itself? Like, do you get sweaty palms? Do you pace oh, around? Yeah. It was everything. My biggest fear was failing and just like bombing in front of a thousand people, you know, like for someone that was around that age, it was like a big, just fear of mine. And I got the sweaty palms, the, the nerves, they were just all shaky. I was like, Oh God, how am I going to do this? But my friends were there and they were just comforting me. And it just made me feel so much better about getting up there and actually having the courage to do that. And I commend anyone that can get up there and do that. You know, Absolutely. it's hard. It's hard. You, but you know, it's it, when you do it so much, it's kind of rewarding, honestly, at the end of the day, because you know that you've kind of made people's day. And that's honestly the best feeling for me. I love that. And you're right. You're taking people away from whatever's going on in their lives. And, <laughs> and I know, because I know where you're from and I've been there, you know, that that's a, a hard scrabble place under the best of circumstances. And mm -hmm. Uh, in you know, in the worst of circumstances, you deal with a lot there. There's the opioid crisis. There was severe flooding in eastern Kentucky mm -hmm. uh, this past year. So it's not easy street by any stretch of the imagination, but it sounds like it's still really, really special to you. So what is it? Is it the people? Is it the natural beauty? What is it about eastern Kentucky that flips your switch? It's definitely just the people. Um, we're just so close with a lot of these people that I'm performing in front of like I said earlier and just getting like to know that I'm making them feel things and making that experience for them so much better whether it's really bad or really good you know I just want them to feel like there's somebody out there that can and, and does feel the same exact way as them because so how did you do in that you know feel alone you know how did you do in that eighth grade talent show? Did you win? Did you place? Um, I don't really know if there was any award for it, honestly. I think it was just a bunch of us just like was able to get up on that little stage and everybody was just kind of like, woo, just having a good time. It was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was fun though. Um, I remember getting off stage and being like, I want to go up there and do that again, but I can't because I've already done it. <laughs> do you have a but lot of musicians in your family? Actually, you'd be surprised. No. <laughs> Really? Just like my sister, where she's an artist, my parents have no idea where it came from because there's literally no artists in our family, no singers in our family. I mean, like, it's just kind of crazy if you think about it, honestly. What was the first concert that you went to see, the first, like, big star, big celebrity that you saw? 
Taylor Swift. I actually went to go see Taylor Swift in concert. What was that like? Um, as like a seven-year-old girl, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> um, I just really enjoyed her music at the time, and I got to bring a friend with me, and uh, I got a t-shirt and everything. It was really exciting. <laughs> wow! So you know, clearly the the seeds were sown pretty early in there. Uh, even if you don't have musicians in the family, there are music fans there. So, so who took you to see Taylor Swift at seven years old? My dad did. <laughs> That's very cool. And uh, and your dad is still a big supporter, huh? Yeah, he he's my number one fan. Couldn't do it without him. I love that. Haley Newman is our guest today. Visit her at HaleyNewman.net, HaleyNewman.net online. And, of course, all over social media. Um, you can check her out. She does pop rock country stuff. Um, but <laughs> clearly, you know, living in Appalachia, you've got that that country underpinning um, you said that you grew up, uh, you know, right around the corner from Butcher Holler, uh, uh, Loretta Lynn's uh, home place in Van Leer, Kentucky. And you know, she had the album Van Leer Rose. Um, have you ever been to, to see her home place? Do you, uh, you know, is, is that something that, that you've kind of made the pilgrimage to yet? Yep, I have went to go see it. Um, I mentioned earlier that I've seen it and it was just such a surreal experience, honestly, because, again, she is one of my idols. She's awesome. And you brought it kind of full circle by co-writing a song in Nashville. And I know I'm, I'm fast forwarding a little bit here with a lady named Kim McLean, who mm -hmm. was Loretta Lynn's final songwriting partner. Yes. it Honestly, she is just such an amazing person. And, you know, when I write with her, it's like no other. We have such good chemistry when we write together. She's just an amazing person all around. Tell me about some of the songs that you've written with Kim McLean. Actually, the song that just came out, Worth Fighting For, I wrote with her. And uh, Easy to Love, I also wrote with her. She, uh, again, it's just so smooth when we write together. And it just comes so naturally. It's it's like no other experience, honestly. You know, she's a, a Dove Award winner, a Grammy <laughs> nominee. She's written a bunch of hits for big stars, you know, Tim McGraw, Trisha Yearwood, Leanne Rimes. And now you're sitting in a room and you're writing with Kim McLean, who at the time was writing with Loretta Lynn. Are there are there pinch me moments for you where you go, I can't believe that this is my life? Totally. All the time. Like every time I've like written with her, I'm just like, wow, <laughs> kind of writing with like a big name person, you know, and, uh, just to like put it all together. She's just an amazing person. Like talking to her, she's just the sweetest person ever. If you talk to her, you know. So connect the dots for our listeners, Ailey. So how do you get from being in this eighth grade talent show to being a real legit emerging country artist? What does that trajectory look like? Dedication. Honestly, that's like the best advice I can give you. Consistency and dedication and just working at it every single day. That's what it's all about. You know, um, doing it from the heart is just you know how it takes it to that next level and i feel like it's really hard for people to be vulnerable in front of so many people but that's where you got to go you got to dig deep to find those feelings and like i said just keep getting at it and going at it and eventually it's the work's going to pay off you know did you continue then to to sing and perform and to write songs all through high school Yep, that's exactly what I did. I joined anything that was music related just so I could get the knowledge, you know, that it takes. And 
Um, I just did a bunch of shows, signed up for everything I could, and that's what it's all about, you know. Haley Newman is our guest today on the Big Time Talker podcast. She has a brand new song called Worth Fighting For that we're going to play for you. Uh, performs all over the country, including in Nashville and and there in, in Eastern Kentucky. You did a show last year at the Mountain Arts Center with Lone Star. I mean, with a big country act. When when you're opening for someone like Lone Star and you look out onto that stage, you know what what goes through your mind? Is it I can learn from this? Is it here's uh, you know what these guys do that's different? Tell me what goes through your mind as you stand in the wings and you watch uh, a big country act like that. I take notes definitely. I'm like, okay, I see how they're doing this and how they're conveying what they're trying to say to these people and just how you know they were getting everybody to clap and more things to learn for myself going forward doing more shows honestly and when uh you know when I got up there the first time I was like man I'm really doing this for a pretty big band you know and obviously I was a little bit nervous but I was so excited to just have the honor and the privilege to even be up there with them and um I actually sung a song that I wrote with Drew Womack the lead singer of it so I was kind of nervous, kind of freaking out. But at the same time, I was just so excited to be there overall. You know, one of the things that I think is really cool about you and, and what you've done is the songwriting. And, you know, that that's something that you have in common with Taylor Swift. You know, as great a performer as she is, the girl writes her own stuff. You do, too. And for people that don't have a handle on on the songwriting process, there's a, a million ways you can do it. There's no right or wrong way. But what is your way? What's the Haley Newman way to write a song? How does it start? Okay, so it's quite, it's kind of funny how it starts, honestly. Um, it'll be like completely random when I think of the things that I do. I'll just be like walking through the grocery store and then I'll be like, you know what? This was a really good line. I'm going to write that down. And then it just like keeps building up. It's kind of like brainstorming, honestly. And then when I finally sit down, it gives me these like almost food for thoughts for these songs and most of all I take these things from personal experiences that have happened in my life or that are happening in my life because that's how you write a good song you draw out those feelings of vulnerability and that's how you get to that place that you see all these other writers getting at so when you talk about vulnerability are there um are there times when you go man I I can't put that out there in the world. I got to keep that for myself. Sure. There are on, you know, songs that are a little bit more aggressive. Sure. You don't want to like go so far out there, but at the same time, you want to put that feeling still in the song. And I feel like I've really got a handle on that, on when to really punch in those words and lyrics and the sounds you just really, you get a handle of it as you go. Honestly, that's how routing really works. You get better as it, like, as you go. It's with, it's like with anything else, you know, you, you just keep going and you get better and better and better. Country music singer, songwriter, Haley Newman, our guest in the big time talker podcast, talking about the science of songwriting. Um, what comes to you first? Is it the melody or is it the lyrics? It's random. That's the fun thing about songwriting. It's completely a mystery when it happens. You know, uh, it's just, I do it solely based off what happens in my brain. It's honestly something I can't really describe. 
it just happens at random points. And I'm like, you know what? I feel so passionate about this right now. I'm just going to sit down. And I'm going to write down exactly what I'm feeling. So how do you capture that? Like, do you have a, uh, like a notepad with you all the time where you put stuff in the notes in your phone or sing melodies in your phone? How do you make sure that you don't lose that information? I do all that stuff. I write it down. I sing it. I voice record it. Cause I don't want to lose it. Like, I don't want to lose the idea of like the melody. If I have a melody or if like, I come up with like a sound, like, like, dun, 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 like I'll put it down on my phone and like record it. So that's always nice to have for future ideas. Do you have writer's block ever? Do you, uh, you know, ever, uh, oh, yeah. does the inspiration not come sometimes? Yeah. I mean, sometimes it just doesn't happen as quickly as other things do. And that's completely fine. I try not to get frustrated when stuff like that happens. And I just try to keep a cool head and just take a break from what I'm doing. Cause usually when I get writer's block, I'm thinking way too much on something. So I just take a break, go play games or something and then come back <laughs> and then get right back on it. Wait a minute. She's a gamer. We've learned something new. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, tell me about your, your gaming passions. What do you like to play? All right. So some of these will be a shocker to you, but the first one isn't. I like playing Animal Crossing. And then this is when it gets a little bit weird. Um, Here we go. I like playing Fortnite and Overwatch 2. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I like Fortnite. <laughs> the truth comes out. Mm-hmm. Haley Newman, our guest today, she's an emerging singer-songwriter from Eastern Kentucky. A uh, new single is called Worth Fighting For. She co-wrote it with Dove Award winner, Grammy nominee, Kim McLean. And uh, you know what? I'd like to play that song for our listeners right now. This is Worth Fighting For. Brand new, Haley Newman on the Big Time Talker podcast. tough time this time you feel like giving up let's look together for a four-leaf clover till there's a change of love the clouds are dark but there's a blue sky waiting it's never really gone i'll keep reminding you that things
Wow. Worth fighting for. That was Haley Newman on the Big Time Talker podcast. Haley is our guest today. That definitely leans more pop than I think people may have imagined because they think of Kim McLean as we talked about, you know, uh, writing with Loretta Lynn and some other more traditional country artists. So did you guys butt heads at all on the pop sensibility of that song or was she right there with you? Honestly, when you're co-writing with somebody, honestly, it's where we mix so well. It's just, she was like, let's do it this way. And I was like, what if we kind of towards it towards more pop? And she was like, you know what? That's actually really cool. That's what this song needs. And it just kind of flew off from there. When people ask you what that song's about or who that song's about, what do you tell them? Honestly, I tell them it's about, you know, how a lot of people feel that they aren't worth the time or effort when they really are. And I wanted to express that through my song because I feel like everyone's been there. And I'm a firm believer that you should always value yourself. Do you see that a lot in in people around you that uh, you know, they maybe get down on themselves too much? Absolutely. I see it in myself. You know, I used to be somebody that didn't have a lot of confidence. And I feel like I've really built on that. And my confidence has obviously gotten a lot better with getting up there and singing and writing these songs and people giving me the feedback. It's just been really personal to me, this song, because I feel like I can relate to it. And I'm glad that other people can also relate to it. Let's talk about that, about the confidence a little bit. I mean, you're obviously a very talented young lady, very beautiful young lady. What would Haley Newman need help with in the confidence department? Honestly, being when, when I say confidence, my confidence has gotten so much better since high school. High school was a really hard time for me, I think. And it was just kind of everything in my life at one point. And I felt like this song really helped me convey that to others, I think. It's more of me talking to myself and the people that do have confidence problems. And I'm so glad that I can help others in that way to touch them. You know, I've got a few years on you, Haley, and and you said something there that made me really think for a minute. And that is that high school can be hard. It can be damn hard for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're in the middle of it, you know, once it's way behind you, you go, Oh, those are just kid problems. But when you're right in the middle of it, they're not kid problems. They're your problems and they're real problems. Mm-hmm. It seems like they're larger than life, you know, and you just can't stop it. And I know that feeling more than anyone. And, I just want people to know and recognize that they are worth it. And that's why I wanted to write this song, honestly. You know, um, you strike me as someone who really is drawn to the process of of writing songs. Mm-hmm. And in the country music world and, and in other genres, but certainly in country, you know, there's a whole industry of people that they they don't have to be away from their families all the time. They don't have to be on tour, uh, you know, 250 days a year and sleeping in hotel rooms. They work from nine to five and they go home to their families and they're successful songwriters. Um, do you see that in your future? Do you see performance in your future? You know, when, when you look in that crystal ball, where do you see this emerging artist thing playing out? Honestly, I've always told myself to stay humble no matter where this takes me. But I would like to say that my main goal is just to keep being up there in front of people and making others happy and feel things. And honestly, I hope that this my music can just honestly reach people. 
that's what I want most in this world. So. I think that's a great answer. And it's a terrific ambition. And there probably are going to be um, other aspiring uh, musicians or songwriters who are listening to the podcast now, and you're right in the thick of it. And it's tough. It's a lot of work. Um, it, It is hard. And I wonder what you would say to those folks, you know, how do you decide, for example, whether this is your life's calling or whether this is just sort of a, a phase or something you're going to do on the weekends, what advice would you give? This is so cliche, but (laughs) when I was in middle school and I got up there, it was like a moment of clarity. You just know, you just know that that's what you want to do for the rest of your life. All those feelings and all those emotions that you feel just go into one common thing. And that's, this is what I want to do. If you weren't um, a singer-songwriter, musician, what would you do? I don't think I'd be anything else. This is it. There is no backup plan. There is no backup plan. This is the only thing I want to do with my life. What's your favorite part of, of your job? Because it is a job, right? You know, this is, is not me? just a fun yeah. thing. It's a, it's a fun job, but it is a job. So what's your favorite part of it? My favorite part is just meeting the people. Because everyone is just so amazing. When I, when I meet these little kids and stuff like that, they are just so sweet. And it just feels so good. And it it's so hard to even describe how thankful I am every day for my fans. And I'm sure there are things that you could do without, like any other job, right? So if, if there was one thing that you didn't have to do or you could get away with not doing, what would you take away from it? Man, that's a tough question. I love everything about music. Like, that's the only thing I've ever focused on through middle school, high school. But I guess I would say probably setting up before a show, setting up all the stuff. What? You don't have your people do that? Come on. Your roadies? Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Back then in high school, I actually was in a stage tech and I dreaded all the time, just putting up all the stuff, putting a drum set up. It just was not my thing. You got to lug that heavy equipment to get where you're going. Um, oh, and, oh, and taking it places. Oh, and I used to, you know, travel a little bit around here in this little area. We'd have to take all of our instruments and set them up. And honestly, it was a little bit fun, but sometimes it'd just be like, this is taking too long. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me ask you about something that has changed a lot in the music business in the last five years. It's, it's accelerated so much. And that is just how important social media and your online presence is um, uh, in, in the music business, you know, Instagram and TikTok and YouTube and Spotify and you know, Facebook, you can go on and on and on. Did you embrace all of that because you grew up with it? Or is this something that you've had to learn a lot about? Tell me about your relationship with, with social media and music. Well, I grew up with social media, so I had a lot of social medias already to begin with. Um, I'm actually someone that believes that you can't really do something like music without trying to connect some way with your audience. And that's really the only way to do it nowadays. Like you can't just like go out and do like a bunch of stuff, you know, can't go to the record store. Those aren't there anymore. Yeah. The, the only way to really connect with people is doing videos online like that and uh, doing pictures and p- comments and posts and all that stuff. That's really 
half of the battle is just learning all that stuff about social media, which I am very thankful that, you know, I have already grown up with it. So um, I just think that that's the best way that you can connect with your fans. You've got almost 30,000 followers on Instagram alone. Um, and I wonder, is, is that something that that you put time into like every day, every week? How much of, of Haley Newman's life is taken up with, with keeping up on social media? A lot, honestly. Again, to connect with people, I just believe that you have to be online for most of it. And I put a lot of time and effort into those kinds of things. And honestly, to even have 30,000 people follow me on Instagram is kind of crazy to me. It's an I mean, honor. I mean, the numbers are huge, though, on some of these things. I saw you had over a half million views for one of your songs for Enjoy the View and uh, over <laughs> 200,000 streams and in Spotify. Um, do you ever hear from people in other parts of the country, other parts of the world that have found you? Yep, I hear from them all the time. Actually, you know what the crazy thing is? Um, we're fighting for on Facebook right now has 800,000 views on it right now. Almost a million views. Yeah. And that, that's way more than live in Eastern Kentucky, right? So think about it, that. It was insane. I woke up today and I was like, holy, mm-hmm. what is happening? <laughs> so that was awesome to see that. Wow. Do, uh, do you ever get weird uh, mess- instant messages from people? And, and what do you do about all that? It happens sometimes and you just kind of just roll with the punches. You just keep going. <laughs> Tell me about your support system. You mentioned your dad is your biggest fan. And I, uh, as a dad, that kind of melted my heart. I'm not going to lie. Um, mm-hmm. You said your sister's an artist. Who uh, Who's on Team Haley and what do they do? My dad does so much for me. Uh, he supports me and so does my mom. They, they're both very supportive in what I do. And they're, you know, sometimes the inspiration behind my songs and they come to all my shows. I just can't be more grateful for the people that I have in my life. Are there, are there people, and I'm sure there are, that are doubters or naysayers. You said that your community has been very supportive, but but do you ever hear, and I think it would be helpful for our listeners who maybe have gone through this, if you can share it with us, do you ever hear from people who say, what are you doing that for? You got no chance of this. That's too hard. And and when you do hear that, if you do hear it, what do you do with that that feedback? Here's the best advice I can give to anyone on this is that, you know what, no matter what you do in this world, you're there's always going to be somebody out there that's going to say that you're wrong, no matter what you do. So... Uh, what I'd say to those people is just let them, let them be that kind of person. Let them go because people like that in your life, you don't need them. You shouldn't listen to them because words are just words at the end of the day. You did something that was kind of cool. I thought on one of your videos, you, you used anime. Uh, it was an animated video for a song called IOU. And by the way, you can check out that and, and lots more um, on HaleyNewman.net or on her social, she's got a link tree there. Where did the inspiration for that come from? Are you a big anime fan? You know what? Surprisingly, I am. And the other thing about that is my sister did that video. It is one of my favorite videos that I have, like, got to look at and see how she's, like, created it. 
She is honestly one of the best artists I've seen in a really long time. Not you just know what's cool about, about you, and, and obviously, look, she's your sister, and you're going to say great things about her, but I've seen that video, and it is amazing. Um, Haley, in my travels a lot, there is this whole set of people um, in New York and Los Angeles, and they just sort of, you know, look down their nose at what they call the the flyover states. And, and, you know, it's almost as if those people didn't exist. And, you know, oh, she's from Eastern Kentucky. She didn't have anything going on. It's amazing how much talent there is in the small towns and the hills and hollers in this country. And it looks like uh, you're surrounded by it there uh, just outside Paintsville, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I just... I don't want to say this is a flyover state because I think this state is very beautiful, honestly. And a lot of people don't recognize that or see that. But when you get here, these mountains, I love the mountains so much because like right outside my house is like a huge mountain that, you know, when I go walking and stuff, you know, I like looking at the nature and all that stuff. And some of these places don't have that. And That's I think right. it's so special and it needs to be recognized more. And the people, you know, the, the people that get discounted because they're not in New York or Los Angeles, yeah. incredibly talented. You're one of them, by the way. I, I'm a fan. I love your stuff. I love what you're doing. And I think one of the things that I love the most is your DIY attitude. You're doing it yourself and you're figuring it out. You know, 800,000 views is nothing to sneeze at, young lady. Mm -hmm. I know it's so exciting and awesome to even like think because that's a lot of people <laughs> that's like that is a, a lot, lot of people <laughs> yeah if like, they all come to your house for lunch you're making a lot of peanut butter sandwiches oh yeah yeah i'm gonna need like a million stacks of bread <laughs> <laughs> so what's next in 2023 what do you have coming up honestly you know for right now i'm just doing some writing and just been recording some songs here and there and you know everything so far is going very smoothly and anyone who wants to, you know, stay updated can check me out on all my social medias at Haley Newman. Check her out. Haley Newman is the artist. The new song is worth fighting for. And she's online at HaleyNewman.net. Merging singer-songwriter on her way. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Oh, well, thank you for having me. It's actually been really fun. That's Haley Newman, everybody. Check her out online, HaleyNewman.net. And thank you for checking out our big time talker podcast from our studios here in washington dc speakermatch.com made it all possible we appreciate their sponsorship wherever you go whatever you do today make it a great day remember you're worth fighting for bye everybody <laughs>